Hey fam, as you already know, this is me, Miss J. As usual, I always, always try to play an oldie but favorite song for us to hear right before we dig into the podcast. So tonight, I threw in, ah, yes, Heavy D and the Boys, Now That We Found Love. I just love this song. It just makes me dance anywhere I hear. It doesn't matter what time of day, time of night. I love this song. I know you love it too because it is an oldie and a favorite. And for those who have never heard it, well, (laughs) there you go. And before I forget, the song at the end, which is actually not a song, but kind of sort of, is by um, my total obsession in my entire world of artists, musical artists, Terrence Trent Darby. And it's a song that's called, I Have Faith in These Desolate Times. So I threw that one all the way at the end because quite frankly, it's like a really deep kind of spoken word without music type of thing. Anyway, when you hear it, I hope you like it. It's it's very old. It's from like back in the 80s. But hey, still sounds still sounds true to what's going on today. Enjoy the song and enjoy the podcast.
Hey fam, how are you? Welcome back to another episode of I Won't Pretend, Stay Woke with your host, Miss J. How's everything going? I hope everything is going good with you. Everything is doing fine with me. Since the last time we spoke, I realized that you all got a kick of that last podcast. Wow, wasn't it great to um, be able to find out about, you know, how people perceive you and all that other yummy stuff that goes along with it. I hope you found out a lot of good things about yourself and you were able to work on self just a little bit more and getting closer to your ideal self. Tonight, I'm not even going to waste any time. I'm going to delve right into this one. Now, my question to you is, do you want to be happier? Do you want to be a happier person? Do you want to get content with life? I am going to help you and help myself try getting to know yourself. That is the way to be happier when you know yourself. And we are going to get knee deep into this one. So get ready for a wild ride. You know, fam, we are a constant work in progress. And as we should be in life, we should be working on ourselves every single day as much as we can and aim for the ultimate happiness that is knowing ourselves, right? So that sounds a little redundant, but nah, it's actually a secret to this. Well, it's not really a secret, but you know, I am going to actually talk to you tonight about getting to know yourself, you know, getting to know parts of yourself that are ultimately going to make you happy, right? We're going to just cut to the chase. You're going to learn to know yourself, develop yourself, and you're going to learn how to compliment yourself. A lot of us don't take compliments very easy. You know what we do? Somebody says, oh my God, you're so nice. You're so sweet. You're so this. You're so that. We're like, (laughs) and we turn our way, right? All you have to say is thank you. I know. Or aren't I? I agree. That's how I feel. That's how I feel all the time. Anytime someone says to me, you are great. I'm going, aren't I? Yes. And it's not because I'm self-absorbed. It's because I know that I am because I have earned those brownie points and you're going to learn how to own those brownie points too. You're going to have to learn how to understand your strength. You are going to learn how to understand your weaknesses. And the only way you're going to learn to do that is by interacting with others. You can't do it hiding under a rock. You're going to have to do it by socializing, interacting with people. And I don't mean text and I don't mean emails and I don't mean you know, dating sites where you don't see each other's faces, none of that, none of that. You're also going to try to learn to develop things within yourself. You know, once you're clear about the things you know how to do well, you can focus your energy on, on going from good to amazing, right? Okay. The last thing, which is the first thing I spoke about, was complimenting yourself. You know, we are all expected to work regularly on our weaknesses, right? Even when we go on a job interview, what are one of those top questions they ask? What are some of your weaknesses? What are some of your strengths? Very rare when someone really knows how to toot their own horn. They're really quick to say weaknesses. I can tell you that much. I've interviewed a lot of people. People are really fast to recognize their weaknesses. For some reason, I don't know why. I don't know it's because they feel that that's a good thing. You know, if you start naming a whole bunch of weaknesses, that's not a good thing. I promise you. When you start talking about your strength, that's what sets you aside from everybody else. I can tell you that. So, yeah, let's stay away from that word weak. You know, it's not good. Seek the support from other people. 
but not just using you know technology to do it okay that's a blind spot you don't need technology you need to put your face in front of other people okay that's how you're gonna do it so how do you get to know yourself right you know you have to ask yourself that question how do I get to know myself well there's a lot of ways to do that you know um, I always say you know are you a writer are you a talker do you need to write things down I know I do I'm a writer as everybody knows I write I'll write on toilet paper if I have to that's just the way I communicate can't help it sometimes it's long-winded sometimes it's eternal doesn't end there is no ending to my stories and then there's sometimes it's just like one sentence and I'm done but I communicate by writing there are times when I do come you know I do communicate a lot by talking because obviously that's what I have to do that's what I do for a living but writing is my is my gift it makes a difference to to work with one thing or the other it really does so how do you communicate do you ever ask yourself I'm just just saying putting it out there are you a reader are you a listener are you a writer are you a talker that's up to you to define I know who I am but it's up to you to define that writer talker reader listener okay write those four down and start working on who you are yeah start writing that's what I did you know for instance you know some people would rather communicate through mail right through email while you have other folks that quite frankly are so happy communicating over live chat are you one of those folks that's for you to find out so um, readers right readers tend to to prefer reports and listeners prefer to go to meetings because they like listening to everything people have to say they like observing right um, are you obsessed with details did you ever think about that are you one of those people that are kind of anal retentive about details uh, are you an 80 20 person just think about it. are you an 80 20 person think about that breakdown some jobs prefer one over the other that's it some people like managing um, they like being a boss others like being delegated to uh, what is your work cadence you ever question yourself about that not a lot of people actually think about that word your work cadence you have to bring that into you got to bring that up you got to step forward with that one why because it's almost like a path to self-discovery it's it's almost like one of those things that quite frankly you know when I am talking to you guys quite frankly I'm just like making shit up as I go you know what I mean because I stuff that I read and I research so if I stumble and I stutter and bear with me okay but there is a point to everything that I'm saying I promise you and you guys know from experience I talk a lot of shit ahead of time but if you pick and, if you pick and choose what you want from what I say it makes a lot of sense in the end run I promise okay now you you're gonna have to somewhere along the line as I said before break down who you are if you lack self-awareness you will lack self-awareness around everyone that you're that that you uh, socialize with that with your family with your friends with co-workers people can pick up when you have a lack of self-awareness so you need to start discovering that you need you start becoming self-aware of who you are and and it's also all about understanding others and putting people to play to their own strength 
it's, it's almost like a game to interact with people. It's almost like a game. And you have to always be one step ahead. And I don't mean one step ahead with the bullshit, okay? I mean one step ahead with self-awareness and being aware of everything that's around you. And that doesn't mean to become neurotic either. You don't have to walk around looking over your shoulder, looking under the bed, looking over the... You don't have to do that. Self-awareness, it's what it is. Self-awareness, right? You know, this is a fact of life. I'm going to throw you one at you, okay? It is easier to expect people to adapt to our working methods and our living method than it is to take time and energy to learn how others work and how others live. That's just a fact. How sad, but that's just a fact. And, and you know, in, in not understanding how other people work around you, it impacts. It impacts culture. It impacts um, performance. It's fucking frustrating for everybody involved, quite frankly. I'm, I'm sure you know this. No, I'm sure you know this. Do you, do, you know, do you ever, have you ever taken a personality test? You ever tried one of those personality tests? Uh, I always recommend those uh, for people that are trying to figure out what they want to do in life. But it's also getting to know who you are in life. It's not just about careers. You have to be able to pick and, and weed your way through what you're good at. And it takes time. It does take time. When we were in middle school, we wanted to be princess. We wanted to be G.I. Joe. We wanted to be Barbie. Heck, I wanted to be Shirley Temple, for crying out loud. No, that never panned out. But I wanted to be Shirley Temple, right? I wanted to be Cindy from the Brady Bunch. Yes, I did. When I went into high school... When I first started high school, I wanted to be, oh my God, I don't even remember what I wanted to be back then. No, 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 that's a lie. I didn't know who I wanted. I wanted to be Sheila E. Yes, I did. I wanted to be Sheila E. I wanted to play the freaking drums. I don't have a single stitch of music in me playing music. But I wanted to be Sheila E. I wanted her appearance. I wanted the cat eyes, which I still wear till this day. I wanted the big puffy hairdo. I wanted the sequins. I wanted the high boots. And did I accomplish looking like her? Of course. Did I accomplish being her? <laughs> Hell no. But I still love her. I still love myself some Sheila E. Yes, I do. So, enough about me. Let's go into you. Okay. Now, you need to focus all of your energy to go from good to, to outstanding, to go from good to terrific, to excellent, you can't become anxious. You can't become anxious about what you're weak at. I mean, for crying out loud, that's a total contradiction. Don't do that to yourself. Let's say you're an athlete. You know, let's just say you're an athlete for anybody out there who's an athlete. If you're a natural sprinter, deciding to become the best 10-mile runner is going to make you quite frustrated, right? The best 10-mile runner. They don't, they, they, they don't really freak you out. You don't want to be just a 10-mile runner. You're going to want to play catch-up all day and, and, and just, you know, pass them. Just pass them. You know, you're going to you're going to actually go out of your way as a natural sprinter to surpass that 10-mile runner, right? Because those are your goals. Another thing. How do you compliment yourself? You know, I, I said that in the beginning of the podcast, and... 
I am, I, I actually believe that there comes a point where, I don't know if because we were taught to be humble, that has been ingrained in our heads where it's very hard to take a compliment, but you also don't compliment yourself. It's enough that you don't accept it from other folks, but do you look in the mirror and compliment yourself? Yo, yo, damn, I look good. Damn, I am a good person. I'm a good mom. I'm a good mother. I'm a good I'm a good spouse. I am a good girlfriend. I'm a good boyfriend. I'm a good lover. I'm a good bitch. I don't care how you want to put it. I don't even care. But are you good? What are you good at? So you need to compliment yourself. So what do you do about your weaknesses then? Well, I can tell you. It's obvious. Set them aside. Just set them aside. I want you to ask yourself a couple of questions that also to, you know, to work on complimenting yourself. Okay? Learn to compliment others. See their body language. Watch their body language, how they react to your compliments. Okay? Then you're going to tune in a little bit of how you react. And if you see someone that recoils every time you compliment them, does it remind you of yourself? Then change that. Change that, okay? And I know you can. You're listening to me for crying out loud. If I can do it, you can do it. I read this um, a few years ago, and I wrote it down. And I just, I don't know, I wrote it down. I read it. I was really excited about reading it, but then I just put it away. I came across it again while doing some research for this particular podcast. And I think it was placed there for me to see at the point that I saw it. Because quite frankly, I really forgot about this. And it has to do with being more self-aware. And this was something that um, I enjoyed reading. And I even posted it on the wall, you know, for me to keep reading it. It's it's called Eight Tips to Boost Self-Awareness and How to Develop Good Habits. So uh, there are 10 examples of how you you can increase self-awareness. Got your pen ready? Got your paper ready? Here we go. Uh, Learn a new skill. Do some micro-traveling. You know what micro-traveling is? Go to very short points, but places that you always wanted to go. Yes, I know, the pandemic. Can't do it. Can't travel. But I said short, okay? Short travels. Okay? That's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about take a plane anywhere. Short travels. You decide where you go. Uh, Draw a timeline of your life. Have anybody ever done that? Have you ever drawn a timeline of your life? That is some creepy shit. (laughs) I drew a timeline... And I closed the book. Then I had to go back and look at that timeline. I cringed, left, came back. But I'm looking at it again. Yes, I am. Identify your emotional kryptonite. That's the S. That's what I said. Identify your emotional kryptonite. What do you fear the most? What kills you? What completely destroys you emotionally identify that that's your kryptonite stay away from it read high quality fiction (laughs) do i need to say more meditate on your mind no i am not saying no none of that i'm just saying just meditate on your mind sit back think absorb Listen to your mind. Listen to your head. What's going in there? What's going on in there? And chill. Quite frankly, chill. 
And this one is my favorite, quite frankly. Pay attention to what bothers you about other people. Hot damn. Everybody that knows me knows that that is one of my pet peeves, right? The shit that bothers me about a lot of people. Yeah, that's just the way I am. But it's not because I hate them and it's not because I'm trying to be extra picky or I'm trying to be judgmental. It's just certain shits that really irk me. And they irk me to the bottom of my soul. However, I pay attention to that. And those things that bother me, I start creeping backwards and I stay away from it. You know why? It's not worth my time to get all frustrated and bothered. I don't bother about shit that bothers me about some people. These people, I don't need to be around. I really don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. There are other ways where you can actually increase um, self-awareness. You know, there are, there, are, there are a lot of ways. You know, there are parts of your life or personality that you just can't seem to understand, right? Tell me that you don't feel that. Maybe there are certain behaviors, tendencies that seem to pop up over and over again, right? Despite, despite leading to negative outcomes, you still keep bouncing right back to that. What about bouncing back to the men that are not good for you? What about bouncing back to the women that are just total totally bad seeds what about making friends and losing these friends because you've done some you done some fucked up shit because you like drama you know what about that what if you're a Debbie Downer you know those are certain things you you have to kind of you know you know just try to understand yourself they're parts of parts of your life or personality you don't understand it because you don't understand it people can't understand you either so you ask yourself, Miss J, what is self-awareness? You asked the right person. <laughs> yes, you did. So look, self-awareness just means, and again, I didn't make this up. Self-aware, self-awareness just means the habit of paying attention to the way you look, the way you think, the way you feel, the way you behave. And if you want me to be more specific, it's understanding your own emotions and your moods. Instead of trying to avoid something or fix it on how we feel, we have to observe and stay curious about our feelings, even the uncomfortable ones. This means paying attention to how you tend to act and behave with people, with certain situations. What are your default responses to things? You know, everybody has a default response. They really do. Pay attention. They really do. You have a default and the, how you respond to things. It, you always fall right back on that. It's like, you know what is one of my default responses? <laughs> okay, I'm going to confess. My eyebrow, my right eyebrow, hot damn, that thing haunts me, didn't haunt me. Even when I shaved my eyebrows, I swear to God, that the whole eye just kept going up. Anytime I am doubting something, I'm in deep thought, I am trying to figure something out, or I'm just calling you on your bullshit, my right eyebrow goes all the way up. And it stays that way until I figure things out. That's just the way I am. And now that you know that when you look at me raising my right eyebrow, try to figure out what's going through my mind. <laughs> it's, it's probably not anything good. I'll give tell you that. Um, what are the benefits, you ask yourself? What are the, Ms. J, what are the benefits of self-awareness, right? You want to know what are the benefits? A better relationship. <laughs> right? And I don't mean better sex. Anybody can have sex, really. Anybody can fuck anybody. 
that's just that's just those are the, those are the creature habits that's who we are okay but to create better relationships with the people around you okay you know it's difficult to ask for what we want it's difficult to ask for what we need in a relationship when we're not clear about those things ourselves and it's easy to get defensive with our intentions with people you know what's more the less self-awareness we have the easier it is to get defensive so if 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 you want to recede for disaster did I say receipt? <laughs> yeah. Recipe. If you want a recipe for disaster in any situation, sit back and, and, and try to communicate with someone about what you think you want. Not what you want. What you think you want. And see how fast that person is going to run because you're just not clear. They don't, you, they can't. They can't guess it for you. You're not clear. Get your shit. Get your shit right. Become clear, and and, and feel and feel good about it. Because once you once you relay that message, there's no misunderstanding. There will ever there will never be a misunderstanding. Improve your mood. Yeah, I said it. Improve your mood. You know, our mood is how we tend to feel pretty much hour to hour. Okay. As you already guys, you guys already know, the bipolar part of me, it can go anyway. It can go in any direction. But I've learned, I've learned to, you know, to harness, harness in the good moods and, and make sure that people are not in my immediate area when I'm in one of my foul moods. I don't think anybody needs to share that experience. That's mine and I own it. So, you know, because our moods are dependent on how we choose to think and behave, we need to improve it. We need to improve our awareness of that. Once you can actually control that and improve your mood, it becomes easier to regulate our feelings and our moods, quite frankly. Um, geez, you know, there's so much I want to talk to you about this, and I have to I really got to pick and choose what I want to throw at you tonight. You know why? Because there's so much, there are many layers to it, but I don't want to stray too far away from the object at hand. And that is, you know, how to, how to become happy, how to become happy with yourself. That was the initial, uh, the initial goal with this particular podcast. And everything that I'm telling you right now is part of how to become happy. But there, there's a, there's steps to it. There's a process. You can't go from A to Z and skip all the other alphabets. You're gonna have to go through all of them, okay? And you might even hit the vowel house. Become a more effective communicator. Yes, everyone believes that they're good at communicating, some way or another. But maybe you're not, and you have to admit to yourself that you're not. You have to get a clearer sense of what you believe and what you really want to make it faster and easier to communicate. You know, whether it's with your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, work, best friend, the easiest way to communicate assertively is just to be honest about what you would like and respectful of other people's wishes. Yeah, it's that easy. And yeah, you can be selfish when you start asking for what you want. You can be selfish, and you can also be selfless. But if it's something that you want, you're going to have to be selfish enough to ask for it 
and 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 grab it and attain it. And if someone can give that to you, bounce. You need a clear thing. You need to clear. Oh, oh my God! There, I'm doing it again. No, you need to think in a clear fashion in order to make better decisions. And you know the reason why some of us make really poor shit ass decisions. It also it usually comes from that that stinking thinking and that strong emotional reactions that, sad to say, a lot of us women do display. Men, I don't know. I don't live in your shoes. But I know for us women, we tend to, you know, the, the strong emotional reactions get the best of us. And we make some really fucked up decisions. So, you know, when you become aware of those habits of thought and feeling, then, my friend, you'll be more easily able to distinguish between short-term impulses or desires and long-term values and goals. I sound like the teacher that I am, but I can't help it because I want to teach you something new. You can increase your productivity. You know how many of us procrastinate every single day on shit that we should be doing and we pick the wrong stuff to do? Well, hmm, yeah, that's not, that's counterproductive. Procrastination, poor productivity, it isn't a lack I, I can tell you, it's not a lack of effort or commitment. It really isn't. Um, it's interference from ourselves. It's an interference. It's a bad signal. When you, you know, when you struggle, when you struggle to get to work, it usually is because you know there's a level of thought and emotion and habit of getting to work, right? However, when you improve that little self awareness about yourself, you can you'll start, actually stop procrastinating, and you are going to hit your productivity. But again, this all has to do with self-awareness, right? Um, Okay, let me go back. Okay, let me go back to what I said before about paying attention to to what bothers you about other people. Paying attention to what bothers you about other people, it's almost like, like just sitting in a park, sitting on a park bench by yourself with your headphones on, but they're off. And just looking around you, just looking around you, meditating around you, looking looking at your surroundings, right? Marinating in there, just sit there, just watch. We all have a lot of shit about ourselves that we are not proud of, all right? And, and we all tend to, to bend the truth a little too often. A lot of people do it way too often. Or maybe we just avoid conflict, like we avoid the fucking plague. Uh, at this point, we, we can't even avoid the plague because we're in the middle of a pandemic. So, yeah, erase that. You know, we often, you know, often it's like, it's almost like you end up feeling like a doormat or getting used by those around you, or you end up using people around you. You know, if, if you don't, if you, if we don't know how or believe it's possible, right? To change certain things, we're going to end up doing the next best thing, right? The next best thing is paying attention. And I kind of drifted off on that one, my apologies, because again, I'm in my own head right now. So let me go back. Let me go. Let me rewind, okay? This is what I'm trying to say. 
right? Because we have a lot of things that we're not proud of and a lot of things that we tend to do in terms of bending the truth, being completely egotistical, uh, just a lot of bullshit that we deal with every day, trying to be someone who we're not, especially in this age of social media and TikTok and Instagram and El Diablo y su hermano, you know what I mean? Yeah, when, when you go through that, you tend to, believe it or not, recognize things about other people that is honestly is kind of about yourself yeah so you know how when people usually say oh the reason why you don't get along is because you guys are so alike that that's what happens so when you pay attention to what bothers you about other people you're sometimes reflecting on yourself and I had to realize that about me so the reasons why so many things irritate me about other people is because I was that other person in my life at one point or the other. And it irritates the shit out of me. So I do everything I can to improve upon that. So that's all you have to do. Pay attention to that and then you'll see something about yourself. And if you don't like it, then change it. No, it's not, it's not pretty. Be mindful. We use that word a lot. You know, I hear that word everywhere. Be mindful. Be mindful. What is being mindful? You know, what's being mindful? Being mindful is just being aware of everything around you. You know, you're not your thoughts. You're not. They're powerful, but you're not your thoughts. Specifically with mindfulness and meditation is one way to best learn more about how your thoughts work. When you practice watching and observing your own thoughts without attaching them or thinking about them, you actually begin to realize how powerful you really are and how many things you can change about yourself. That whole, woe is me, woe is me, I don't know how to change things. You have the ball in your court. Unless someone is stringing you up like a marionette, the ball is in your court. You can do whatever you want. Short of hurting people. You can do whatever you want. Just do it. You know, all too often, we lack self-awareness because we're actually thinking way too much. We're thinking way too much. We become lost in those fucking thoughts, assuming that they're true or that they're worth engaging. You know, it's and simply because our minds decided to throw that shit at us. I personally had a tendency to think way too much, overanalyze things until it just, it was just so exhausting. It was very exhausting. And a regular mindfulness practice that might open your eyes a little bit on how the thinking mind works and how much more there is to you and how more content you can be with your thoughts is if you just sit back and ask yourself, what are the things that make me happy two or three things that make you happy even if it's you just sitting watching tv by yourself with a bowl of popcorn it's perfectly that makes you happy maybe it's you know calling you know your friend from years ago and that makes you happy call that friend do it you know it's not a bad thing to do you know, I said before, read high-quality fiction. I'm not even going to get into all that. 
because I have I have too many books to to recommend. So, however, they do say that great writers are great observers of the world around them. <laughs> I'm speaking for myself, right? Because I'm a great writer. I toot my own horn. Toot, toot. Anyway, yeah, enough about me. You know, at this capacity, you know, they, it is true. Writers are expert observers of human nature. They really are. And, and we write it in every detail. We notice, notice every little tiny detail, emotion, desire. We notice all that shit. We even, you know, notice shit in the middle of a frantic business of daily life. We always find something to write about. We observe, we, we, we absorb it. And even though most of us probably aren't writers, fine. Many of us are not astute observers, fine. But we can all learn a thing or two about ourselves by learning to pay attention like an author. So that's why I said read some books. Read some books. I know you're dying to find out this thing about emotional kryptonite, right? Yeah, yeah. I held on too long for that one. Listen, nobody likes to feel sad, anxious. Nobody likes to feel ashamed. Nobody likes to feel any type of painful emotion. It's understandable. I get it. I know I don't. Um, so a common pattern that I see with people um, to do anything to avoid feeling sad, that they're, they'll go to extraordinary measures, really even harmful measures, to distract themselves or, you know, numb themselves from specific feelings, sadness. It, it, you know, hey, I had enough therapy to know this enough therapy to know that yeah I was on that track you know and when you do that it definitely increases the intensity of negative emotions like anxiety right guilt you when you start learning to identify your emotional kryptonite this is when you are going to learn how to avoid listening to what that particular negative emotion has to say to you, okay? Deflect from them, if that's a better way of saying it. Um, Like Superman, there you go, kryptonite and Superman. He has that, that suit, right? He has that Superman suit. You create your own armor. You create your own super suit. You wear it. Wear it outside of your clothes and deflect all of that kryptonite, okay? Stay away from it. Identify what they are, identify what those kryptonites are, and stay away from them. Because you know what they are. Another thing that I would like you to, to do, and take the time to do this on your own time, obviously, not while you're sitting here listening to me, draw a timeline of your life. Yeah, that sounds kind of cheesy, right? Not a giant poster board, none of that. Just get a piece of paper and draw a timeline of your life. This is actually quite simple. It's very easy, and it's a lot of self-reflecting and a lot of self-awareness um, when you do this because you start to remember things about your life that you probably, you know, chucked in the back of your mind. All I ask is that you just go, you know, sit down with a blank piece of paper. You know, start with your birth. Mark all those major events, right? Um, 
Mark all those major events on that timeline. Uh, mark events that had a big impact on you, big and small. Positive, negative, indifferent, doesn't matter. People come back, they sit, and they talk about it. And it sounds like a really dumb exercise. <laughs> it really does, because I did it, and I felt like an idiot. But I understood when I finished. During that timeline, have you done things that you really always wanted to do? Did you hit any of those marks? Did you? Did you hit any of those in that timeline? Somewhere in between, from the time that you were able to do things on your own, did you accomplish one, two, three, none? Hey, it might be a dumb exercise, but it's a good way of of starting to map out what you want to get done before you leave this earth. So let that be your bucket list. When you're done with that timeline, start creating your own bucket list. And no, bucket list is not for people who are waiting to die. No. But it is something that you want to do before you die. Obviously, because when you die, you're not going to be able to do it. Duh. Um, Ask people for feedback. That's it. And take it. So don't ask for feedback and, and, and try to hear what you want to hear or, or, or want to hear. Okay? Just ask for feedback. And, and how often do you deliberately even ask for feedback about yourself? I know I do. I, I tend to ask feedback about myself quite often. And I don't like people to pussyfoot around it. I really don't. I, I just want it to be honest. Don't be cruel either. Like, just because someone is asking you for feedback doesn't mean that you're going to sit there and tell them how, you know, they're growing a chin, a, a hair on your chin and they're a female. <laughs> you don't want to do that. And, and it's not to be judgy. Okay, so if you're the one that's being asked for feedback, don't be stupid. Give, give, give constructive feedback, okay? And for the person that is asking for feedback, have an open mind. Because there are a lot of things that people see that you don't see in yourself. That's why I always say go to someone that you love, a family member and a close friend. <laughs> don't ever ask an enemy to give you clear feedback because you're asking for a, you're asking to whoop their asses at that point. You know, if you're any if you're anything like me, I hope, maybe, I don't know, I suspect, probably not often, that it's it's almost like you're ashamed of hearing feedback. And you want it to get over, get it over with as quickly as possible. But the most, the fastest way and the most effective way for us to grow and improve ourselves is through feedback. When we're at a job, would you like being around your boss day in, day out, day in, day out? Do a project, finish a project, passes by you. Not one stick of feedback. Nothing. Whether you're good, whether you're bad, whether you suck, whether you're slow. You want to hear something. Because that's how we that's how we work. That's how we, you know, we work on ourselves. In particular, you know, the aspects of our lives that we need improvement on, those are usually our blind spots. And those actually are the real problem. How sad, right? Do some smart talk. Do some smart talk, okay? You know. There's going to be likely, people are going to most likely tell you about a major personality that issue that you have, that you've shown, that you've shown them, 
really good. You're asking them for feedback. And, and hopefully you'll be able to take that criticism well. I hope. And try to avoid being defensive at all costs. I can't say that enough. You know, anticipate that you're not going to go home feeling all fuzzy about this. And realize that at points, you're flawed. That's it. You are just flawed. And that's okay. We're all flawed. Just try your best to simply acknowledge the feedback. Thank them for giving it. And explain that you're going you're to work on it. You will work on this. Yeah, that's it. Um, I did talk about micro, micro traveling, you know, my, some do some micro traveling. It just means, you know, try new places, strange environments and get out of your normal routine. Cause when you do that, it forces you to be more self-aware. You know, I remember a few years ago, I decided to go to Governor's Island. It was summer. I took the train to Brooklyn and I walked all the way to uh, wherever they'll, those little ferries go. And I just said, you know something? Fuck it. I want to get on the ferry. Got on it. Very strange to me. Never done it. Went to Governor's Island. Sat there. Observed. Went to the food truck. I was there for about maybe like a good three hours. Just chilling. Just ch- and I loved every minute of it. And I was by myself. And I was happy. Because I tried something new. Go to movie theaters by yourself. Well, not now, obviously. But, you know, I went to movie theaters by myself. And that felt great. I didn't have anybody to share popcorn with. I didn't have anybody whispering in my ear, talking in my ear about the movie. I just watched the movie and I was happy. So, that's what I mean by micro-travel. Okay? And when you spend enough time with yourself, that also is it's, it's beneficial. It's beneficial for self-awareness, okay? Oh, I just sounded so sad right there. No, I was just reflecting on, you know, going to Governor's Island, that's all. Okay, Um, learn a new skill. Do you think you can learn a new skill? You know what they usually say? You know, teach an old dog new tricks. We some old dogs, and we need new tricks. Learn a new skill. It it forces you. It forces you to become self-aware yet again. And you throw yourself into new situations. As adults, I can tell you, and some of my friends and people that I know, they're pretty set in our ways. Because I think that we are caught up with doing the same thing over and over and over again. And this leads you to a certain kind of comfort. And it, unfortunately, it just fosters a narrowness of the mind and thought. You get caught up in those ways. If you go to the store every Wednesday, you have to go to the store every Wednesday at the same time because that's your routine. If you vacuum the house every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock before, I don't know, before you wash the dishes, you have to do this every Saturday or something goes wrong. No, it's juju. Just switch your routine a little bit. Learn something new. Do something different. You know, paint by numbers. I don't know. But do something else. Learn to do something else. It doesn't have to be learning a new dish to cook. It's none of that. Um, It's simple things. Simple things in life. Beginner's guide to anything. Make it seem like 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 a child. You know, be flexible. And see things with a fresh and clear view. 
I do this all the time. I always have new things that I'm discovering every other day and I enjoy every bit of it. Like doing this podcast. Who would have thunk that I would have tried something new? Like that was a new skill that I developed, okay? I said, I'm going to learn how to do a podcast and lo and behold, what am I doing right now? Talking to you. There you go. I'm so happy. You know, uh, yeah, there is something else that I did not talk about. And again, these are things that I read about, I research, and it's something called cognitive distortions. So if you don't know what cognitive distortions are, it is inaccurate thoughts and beliefs that warp how we see things and how we see things, including how we see ourselves. Okay. So, um, let me see, um, nail biting, uh, eating cheese after midnight. Hmm. I wonder who's guilty of that. Uh, snacking, that's eating cheese at midnight, right? Um, uh, I don't know, chewing the inside of your lip. You know, those those are cognitive distortions. Uh, what else can that be? Uh, oh, there's so many. My God, you list your, list your own, I'll list my own. Once you develop those distortions, they're very hard to break. They're extremely hard to break because we, we, we become those. We all have certain mental habits that are not doing us any fucking favors at all. Okay? Not at all. So it's, it's to the point. The point is that a major source of, of, of actual self-awareness is its inaccurate mental habits. Okay? And those mental habits, they stay with us. So when you're sitting there biting inside your lip and you're thinking really hard, what exactly... Is going on in your mind that you're sitting you're sitting there doing that what is making you chew your nails off you know hey I found out what was making me eat cheese after midnight yeah I'm not gonna tell you but I realized what it was if we can learn to identify these patterns of inaccurate thinking guess what yes I'm gonna say it again we can become more self-aware and probably probably reach our end result and that's feeling better about yourself and feeling happy my friends my fam please i implore you make time to clarify your values please please how often do you make time to carefully consider your highest values you're thinking really hard right yeah, you are because you probably don't do it. You know, like most of us, you know, just daily life just just sweeps, just sweeps with you. Day after day, week after week. Now the days just bleed into each other. We don't even know if it's Saturday anymore. There's no such thing as weekends. It's a constant stream of crazy fucking activity without much time to reflect, right? Um, and then you don't reflect about your own personal values. It's time that you start doing that. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of us don't reach the goals that we are trying, that we set forth. And a lot of times we don't reach a certain satisfaction because we don't spend any time contemplating on what that is that we're even looking. What are you looking for? You know, what does that look like for you? 
you know, and, and, was, and the sad thing is what's more, it's not even, it's, it's probably not surprising that we end up chasing a lot, a lot of superficial and artificial goals. You know, we end up doing that. We talk about um, a nice car, a big house, uh, you know, a trim waistline, um, the ideal, the ideal relationship, which God, I don't know where you're going to find that. Um, the, the ultimate weave. I don't know. I don't know what it is. The best shoes, whatever it is, you know, but we don't genuinely find meaningful and rewarding things. We really don't. We don't clarify those things. You know, a special form of self-awareness involves becoming aware and and really clear about the things that matter to you. Why are you here? What, what is it? What are we called to do? What what is your mission in this life? You ever asked yourself that question? What is your mission? What have you been put on this earth to do? One of the missions in my life, I believe, and I still believe that till today, was giving birth to my five children. That was that was my mission in life. I was put on this earth to put these children out there, to, to, to birth these children, to take care of them, to nurture them, and to set them out into the world. To become a part of this world. I contributed to this world. And I was born to be a mom. So I believe that that was part of my fulfillment in life. And I'm very, tr- I'm very, very proud about that. So you need to find out what, what is what fulfills you in this life. What makes for a fulfilling life that you can really, really be proud of? Okay? And it doesn't mean having the best car on the block. It really doesn't. And these are some freaking big questions, man, I tell you. And it takes a long time. You're not going to be able to find out these answers overnight. It does take a lot of reflection. It really does. And it might take therapy. And it might take, you know, asking 10, 15 close people that you know for feedback. Hey, and if that's what it takes, do it. And a lot of this stuff sounds really intimidating. And and the reason why is because we just don't spend enough quality time even considering that we can do this. But why why not consider it? What are you doing right now at this moment when you finish listening to this podcast? What are you going to do afterwards, right? Is it going to go see a movie? Are you going to go take a shower? Are you going to go just sit there and, I don't know, do nothing? Do something. Do something. Work on what you're put in this world to contribute. And and there is no right or wrong way of doing this. But fam, you got to give yourself the opportunity to think about it. You're going to be so amazed about you what you come up with. Really, you're going to be so freaking amazed. I promise you that. And you're going to send me an email or a message or a DM or whatever you want to do. And you're going to tell me, yo, Miss J., I'm starting to become very self-aware. And that's my mission for you. It's unfortunate that sometimes that that term, self-awareness, 
it, it usually comes across of kind of like a mystical thing, complicated, mysterious. It's a deep process. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's just, it's simply the capacity to observe ourselves. That's it. It's that simple. Just take, pay attention to the patterns of your thoughts, your feelings. Pay attention to those things. And you're going to feel better about yourself. And you're going to reach a point in your life where you're going to sit back and you're going to say, job well done. A lot of us, you know, some of us may have, you know, less of a head start to this. There, you know, there are plenty of a lot, there's plenty of things that you can do. Plenty of exercise, mental exercise that you can do and take advantage of to improve this, to improve self-awareness. You need to choose what those activities are for self-awareness. And it took me, as I say, a long time to develop this, but I'm quite happy at the point that I'm in, that I am right now. And it doesn't stop here and it shouldn't stop here for you either. It's every day is a work in progress, like I said before. And every time I do a podcast, I always ask myself, what do I want my podcast family to take away with them? I already told you everything I want you to take away with this. I already told you everything I want you to work on, to, to reflect on, to work with yourself. Is that simple and it's not that difficult either you you have two ways to go about this you can either mull instead of self-pity cry about it do nothing that's together okay that's all together or you have the other road is sit back write down your goals write down observance ob- observations about yourself and work on it. Work on self. You only got yourself to be happy with. No one can bring you that sunshine, my dear. No man, no woman, no child, no car, no house, no plate of haagen is going to bring that happiness to you. No amount of happy-go-lucky three-hour sex sessions are going to bring happiness to Well, you know something? Never mind. But yeah, none of that is going to bring happiness to you. It's te- all of that is temporary. It's temporary. That's it. Immediate satisfaction. And then it's over. Then you still got to deal with self at the end of the day, or the night, or the afternoon. When you happen to meet someone in your future and these are for the ones that don't have a mate as of yet don't have a partner when you meet that special person i only hope that you meet that individual when you're at a place when you have total self-awareness where you are happy with where you are in life because when you meet someone and you're not at that point It goes downhill. It really does. Because you're looking for fulfillment in someone else. Who are, are, they're probably already happy in their own shit. They're wallowing in their own shit. And God forbid you meet someone who lacks zero self-awareness too. Because if that's the case, you are 
both going down a really bad hole. So therefore, God, I sounded so preachy again. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying not trying to sound you know like all dark and grim. I'm just trying to tell you that you know, attach yourself to positive, not negative. When you have positive things around you, positive things gravitate in your direction. Yeah. You know, at the beginning of the podcast, the song that I chose for you guys is exactly how I wanted to relay my message. Now that we found love, what are we going to do with it? Let that little tune sink in your head. Let it sink in your head. And at the end of this podcast, listen to the words of the next song and let it sink in your head and make something of it. Because you got to love you first. Because I love you. I really do. You don't think I do, but I do. And with that, my friends, with that, my fam, with that, the folks that I love, my children. Oh, and by the way, my grandchild is going to be a whole year old. Yes. Oh, my goodness. A year ago, my little Vera Burrito was born. The most amazing little person out there. And I am so glad that I am alive and well and and able to hold that little piece of person who is going to grace us in this world in the future. And before I get misty, just want to say thank you for listening for tonight's segment. I hope you got something out of it with your host, me, Miss J. Always remember, love, peace, and hair grease. Holla.
Thank you. 